Welcome to episode 18 of Pirate Radio After Dark. I'm Josh, Radio Pirate. So uh, a little under the weather right now, currently homesick. It's January 5th, 2019. Yesterday I did my big uh, unveiling of the top 25 of Pirate Radio After Dark, all the records we enjoyed in 2019. Played it um, on my radio show on 91.7 FM WMUH Allentown yesterday. So I unveiled that, so now it's time to bring it to the masses and uh, have it on demand So basically what I'm going to do is, if you're listening on Spotify, you're actually going to get to hear parts of these tracks. Um, If you're not listening on Spotify, I guess you're just going to hear me uh, announce what the records are and why we picked them. But that's fine either way. So uh, I'm going to try and get through this. Again, bear with me. Not feeling the best, but I promised I'd do this and I don't want to wait on it. This is always one of my favorite shows to do every year for the radio show. And this year we're bringing it to the podcast. But uh, 2019 was a good year for music. There was a lot of really good records from bands that I've listened to a long time. And there was about 10 records from bands I never really uh, listened to fully or gave too much of a chance, but they wowed me and uh, made it on the list. First uh, record is Silver Sun Pickups, Widow's Weeds. Absolutely love it. Swoon is my favorite record from them. I think this is the closest record they will ever come to doing Swoon again. Not that bands should ever recreate a record, but there's just something magical about Swoon. And I feel that Widow's Weeds definitely is in that vein and recently i've read some interviews with brian from silver sun about just that concept that they the band feels that way as well and when i interviewed him for the podcast back in uh the summer he you know we we talked a little bit about that and you can go back and check out that podcast on here as well but uh, the record's just phenomenal neon wound the track that opens with it was my pick uh for the airwaves just a phenomenal track it is chilling and everything you'd expect from silver sun pickups when we saw them live this year they open with that song it is such a good live opener i uh compare it to the royal we off of swoon because it's just very big and engaging with the audience so uh here is uh silver sun pickups widow's weeds if you're listening on spotify so next we got a band from chicago noise rock band they're called uh, Child Bite. The record is Blow Off Your Omens. If you're listening on Spotify here, you're going to hear Mock Ecstasy. But uh, that was another pick. That's a band I've never actually given a shot. Um, heard a lot of good things over the years. Finally took the time to listen, and I need to go back into their back catalog because this record's amazing. Um, just really good stuff. And if you've been listening to the radio show for 16 years or at any point over the 16 years, you know we don't stick to a genre. Play anything from noise to pop to folk, to punk, whatever. Uh, Noise rock's a genre that we are very fond of on the show. So uh, Child Bite, uh, Blow Off Your Omens, great record. Check it out. So as the years always come to an end, I like reading other people's year-end lists. And a record that kept popping up on the year-end list was a band called Three Teeth. Never heard of them before. I'm not really big into the industrial scene. That's probably why. But really solid record. Um... I like how it kind of sounds like they're underwater, but it's super aggressive and super catchy, too. They released a record called Meta War. Um, I was really late to the game on this one. I didn't find out about it till about three weeks before the end of 2019, but I've been listening to it a lot, and uh, this is a track off that if you're listening on Spotify, but I am a very big fan. It's something very different. Um, kind of sounds like if Motionless and White was a fully industrial band and they just soaked their sound in reverb that kind of makes them sound underwater but big fan of this record very different 
My next pick is a two-parter. So uh, another noise rock band out of Chicago, These Beasts. Found out about them. Um, local band Tile, who is a uh, friend of the show, they were out touring in Chicago this past year and uh, played with these guys. And uh, Tile Mike posted the record when he got home, and I ended up listening to it and buying it immediately. Really fantastic record. It's only five tracks, but it's really, really good. So we're going to play a track off that. It's just self-titled uh, These Beasts EP. And um, second one, because it also made the list, however, they are not on Spotify, so those of you listening on Spotify will not hear this, but uh, Tile's record, Stendel definitely made the list. Um, the last couple of releases from Tile, they've definitely been experimenting more with their sound, trying new things, and it's definitely paid off. The new record on Corpse Flower Records is phenomenal. It's a single-sided 12-inch uh, called Stendel. I highly recommend it. They are hands down my favorite band from the LV um, for those who are not, uh, local, that is our, our local music scene in our area, but, uh, Tile is phenomenal. They got some big things on the horizon in 2020, um, when I talked to them. So check that record out and keep an eye out for Tile. All their releases are super, super good. Uh, the track I would play if it was on Spotify, Sex is Sex is Sex. That song is just top notch. Um, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, record and great dudes they played live on our radio show three times over the years and i'm more than happy to have them back at some point one of the bands that emily showed me that i am a big fan of is black mountain uh they definitely made it on their list their new record is destroyer it came out pretty early in the year and i'm a big fan of it uh everything steven does is just really good whether that be black mountain or pink mountain tops or any of the other things that he's been involved in but uh, this record, super psychedelic, as you'd expect. The songs are a bit longer, and uh, it's just really cool. Uh, everything down from the artwork to the record. Uh, so we're going to play a track off that now for those of you listening on Spotify. Red is one of those bands that apparently has been around for a decent amount of time that I have not heard of until this year. Um, Christian music band out of um, Tennessee. I had never heard of them until now, but apparently they've been around and they've even been nominated for some Grammys and stuff. It's definitely radio rock. Um, say that right up front, but they do it extremely well. It's definitely in the vein of Chevelle and similar bands and uh, just really solid. They released a record called The Evening Hate, which is just an EP. Uh, there's been a lot of really good EPs this year, but uh, title track I'm going to play for those of you on Spotify. But this record, just something very haunting and soothing about it at the same time i've been listening to it a lot uh this fall and winter and it's just really really good the the music video they did is very cool and just got a big sound and again yeah it is radio friendly like mainstream sound but they do it so well and i don't have an issue when bands are doing something well you know whatever you're going for just do it well that's all i ask i don't care if it's mainstream oriented or not um that's what red does and they do it well Mannequin Pussy is one of those bands that I've heard the name for a while. I've heard songs here and there. It didn't really impress me, but this new record, Patience, is amazing. Uh, one of our members of our record club brought it a couple months ago, and I was immediately sold on it. Uh, band out of Philly, so they're somewhat local, and uh, just really nailed the sound. Um, Epitaph put this one out. It's called Patience. I highly recommend it. Um, very picky with this style, but when it's done well, it's perfect, and this record is absolutely perfect. Um, so we're going to listen to a track off that now if you're on Spotify. Cane Hill, I found out a couple years ago when they came out. I started listening to them, and uh, 
very much um, one of the bands that was kind of reviving new metal in the younger scene. They definitely took uh, some influences from Marilyn Manson, early Marilyn Manson, and, and bands similar to, to what Manson was doing at the time. And I really liked it. Um, they have definitely uh, changed. Kane Hill has changed a lot with every record, and their EP they put out this year is no different. Um, so that that makes my next uh, pick here. It's a really, really, really good um, EP, and they have a song, 86th, No Escort, that I just absolutely love, and it's such a drastic change in style, but it's just, it's a very haunting, good nighttime record. Um, it's called Kill the Sun, but yeah, this is a Kane Hill, Kill the Sun. The Damn Things returned after about 10 years with their uh, sophomore release called High Crimes, very big fan of it. Uh, Something Good was the first single, and it's phenomenal what you'd expect from the band. They didn't miss a beat over the last 10 years. And I mean, it's a super group consisting of Keith from Every Time I Die, Andy and Joe from Fallout Boy, Scott Ian of Anthrax, and Dan from Alkaline Trio. I mean, it really is a super group of, uh, you know, somewhat underground bands or bands that started in the underground. They just do it so well uh we got to see them at the chameleon club in lancaster this year when they were touring with his legend and uh, they could have done that in their sleep not that it wasn't entertaining because it was super entertaining but you could just tell those guys are quite a group together and uh really solid record all around a record that obviously made my list made a lot of people's lists i know the band is polarizing but Tools, Fear Inoculum, took 14 years to officially uh, see the light of day, but it was well worth the wait. Everything down from the incredibly amazing packaging uh, with the CD that had a video screen uh, with a movie and speakers um, to the amazing uh, production and songwriting. So uh, I don't really need to say much about it. It's Tool. It took 14 years. It's definitely on the list. My biggest surprise record of the year was the band Honey. They're on Epitaph Records. I had never heard of them before. Randomly found it at the station. The record's titled Yes, 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 Yes. For those of you counting, that's five yeses. And uh, I heard their song Saturday Night um, later on uh, XM Radio, and it was just blown away. It's it's On the surface, it's just pop, but they do it so damn well. And uh, it's just fun. It's very nostalgic-sounding. Um, but it's definitely their own thing. There's not a lot of bands that sound like them at all. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's probably my favorite random find of the year. And uh, also another EP. It's, uh, I think, six songs. And just really solid all around from front to back. So definitely check that one out. No surprise, Page of the Lions, long-awaited return, uh, made it to the list. It is um, The record is Phoenix was the first record that I, I enjoyed in 2019. It came out very early in January. And David Bazan and company did it again. It's uh, everything I love about him. doesn't matter if it's Bazan, headphones, overseas, or Page of the Lion. It's just always solid. Um, got to wrap up the year this year by seeing him uh, play a one-off little secret show in Philly at Johnny Brenda's at the very end of the year on December 28th. And... Uh, played some songs off that translate live really really well and uh just a big fan always have been definitely my top five favorite artists of all time but never released a bad record so check out pedro lyons phoenix as i've said many times i'm a sucker for pop 
world of pop that I like is not necessarily the sense of what most people think of pop, whether they think of Michael Jackson or uh, Billie Eilish or whatever's popular in the moment. Um, I like when bands, typically bands that know how to play music and started as bands, start venturing into pop music and when they do it well. Um, Amorosa's uh, made my list. The record is Peach Club. I had never given that band a chance because never interested me. Uh, JJ, who has hosted the show with me back in the day on WXLV, told me to check this record out, and I love it. The single, the first song on the record, Given Up, the band uses a sax solo. I am a firm believer any band bold enough to do a sax solo in 2019 or 2020 is destined for a hit song. Uh, we saw that with M83 when they did Midnight City a few years back, but record's really good, and from what I hear, totally not like anything this band's ever done before. A few years back, I saw Every Time I Die play a very small show for like 200 people locally uh, at Planet Trog, which made no sense to me, but they opened with a band uh, called Knocked Loose, and didn't really do it for me. Uh, I'm picky with that style too, but uh, they released a record this year called A Different Shade of Blue, and it just kind of turned the hardcore game on its head, uh, brought a lot of life back to that scene, and uh, it's just really phenomenal. I see it making a lot of other people's year-end lists, and uh, it's being very highly regarded as a game-changer in that scene, so definitely a good, solid record from them. Norma Jean's never done a bad record, in my opinion. They uh, followed suit with that theme of making awesome records this year when they released All Hail. Um, their last record was a lot more sprawling. The songs were longer. This one's way more short and to the point. A lot of songs. They're all around the two, three minute mark, and they just bang it out, and it's really, really good. You can't go wrong with Norma Jean, in my opinion. They're one of the bands that survived the scene days because they're actually a really good, credible band, and they're still working hard, still making great music, and still just changing things every time they go out there and record a record or go on tour. I have seen Whitechapel multiple times in life. They've always been very good live. I am not a death metal fan um, at all. So seeing them live is one thing. Listening to them outside was never my cup of tea. They released The Valley earlier this year, or earlier last year, and I loved it from the moment I heard it. But there was so much coming out of the time that I kind of lost track of it in the mix of things and uh, revisited it back in November. We saw them with the Treyu and He's Legend, and I was just blown away how good they were. And that night they ended up playing six songs off the record, and pretty much only two other songs from older records. And The Valley translates live really well. And then we got home, Emily, my wife, started listening to it a lot more and kind of got me back in the swing of listening to it. And I started checking the lyrics and started reading interviews with Phil, the singer, and just by far the darkest, creepiest record I've ever heard in my life, hands down. Um, and it's just a very creepy story. And I urge you to listen to the record. I urge you to read some of the interviews with Phil about it. Um, it, it talks about some of the really bizarre circumstances surrounding his mother's suicide. And he basically used the journal that she wrote um, before her death to, to make some of the lyrics and ideas for the record. And so it's a very personal record. And he's a very positive dude if you uh, follow him on social media. And it's definitely his way of healing. And I have much respect for that. 
St. James and the Apostles out of Philadelphia. They got voted number one Philly band this year or last year. Congrats to them. Uh, they are a workhorse band with very talented musicians. They played live on my radio show three times over the years. Uh, they consistently put out releases. They're always great. Uh, this year, no change in that. Uh, they released Black Psalms, just solid record. If you never got to see them live, do so. They put on an amazing show. And uh, they're just so different because um, all the guys bring such a different background of the music they grew up on. And then what they create is just a sound that no one does. Like, seriously, no one does it. So uh, much props to St. James for writing their own path and, and doing it the way they want to do. Another local band that I absolutely love and uh, just really happy to see them develop not as just a band but as a couple since they're married uh tom and carly of slingshot dakota released a new record this year heavy banding got to see them tour on it just uh happy for them truly truly happy for them they played also on the show three times over the years live and just uh wonderful people passionate about life passionate about each other passionate about music there's more to slingshot dakota than just the music and uh just great and i'm thrilled for them i truly am Silver Snakes is one of those bands that does not get the attention or credit they deserve. They are so, so freaking talented. And uh, they released a new record this year called The Death and the Moon. It is phenomenal. And unfortunately, due to some chaos that ensued this year with a tour they were supposed to have with Filter, um, the band announced two days ago that they're calling it quits, which just breaks my heart. Um, we were going to have them on the show. I'd been talking to Mike from the band, and they were supposed to come play uh, locally here um, two different times and all got canceled because of the chaos that ensued with the filter tour that got canceled because the singer of filter is a disorganized mess that's my own opinion um but yeah it's just a shame because i will never get to see them they're doing a handful of dates on the west coast now before they close out and call it quits but uh i wish them the best i know uh, they're very talented dudes and they said they're working on something else but definitely check this out. Um, they have definitely expanded their horizon. Every album they've put out and every album's been great. I'm from Pennsylvania. One of the biggest bands to come from Pennsylvania in the last 10 years is Motionless and White. Um, I wasn't into them for the longest time at all. It just wasn't my thing. But um, got to learn a lot about them with them being local. Uh, JJ from the show previously, um, he got to interview them back when they were still kind of struggling and finding their way. And fast forward to 2019, they released a new record, Disguise. They're on tour with Alice Cooper. They're on top of the world. Now they're headlining this year. Um, to know that they came out of nothing and scraped from the bottom to do what they do, I have nothing but respect for them. Um, you know, they just do it really well and they deserve everything uh, that they've gotten. And their last two albums have really resonated with me. It is definitely geared a little towards mainstream music, but they do it so, so well. And it's almost like every song they do, they pay homage to a band that probably inspired them in their youth because I can just pull parts out and say, like, that reminds me of that. And it's kind of fun listening to that because we're around the same age. So, like, hearing those influences creep into what they do and listening to them do it so well is just awesome. When I was in middle school and high school, Slipknot had just come out, changed the face of music and metal in general, and just such an incredibly, insanely talented, strange act that 
forever change the metal landscape. And the first three records to me are the important records. And after that, I just kind of, it didn't do it for me. And I never really thought they'd have something again that was relevant, uh, at least for my ears. And uh, We Are Not Your Kind came out this year and I was just blown away. It's everything that Slipknot does well, just kind of in one package. And they seem like they have their life again. They seem like they have the passion and intensity they had when they first started. Records just really good. So uh, again, with this show, we stick to no genre. I don't care if it's mainstream. I don't care if it's underground. If it's good, it's good. And that's it. We shouldn't be saying, oh, I only listen to this or I only listen to that or that's sellouts or that's mainstream or whatever. If it's good, it's good. Slipknot defines good. So before we get to the top record or records of 2019 for this show um one of the records that made on the list narcissistically is our own record the bedroom invaders in new hampshire fever dream and uh just really really proud of what we did with it and expanding the horizons of our sound and everything because we do everything ourselves and it's, it's emily and i and we just do it for fun we're not trying to be famous or make any money off of it we mainly started doing it as just a release as well as to make music for the radio show, um, the beds and the intros and all that stuff. But we put out a record every year for the last five years on Halloween. This year we did the same thing, this past year I should say. And uh, just really, really proud of it. You can check it out by going to thebedroominvaders.bandcamp.com. Again, it's called a New Hampshire Fever Dream. All of our records are on there for free download. Um, so just check it out. We got merch on there as well, but I'm going to play a track off that record now.
gotten through 23 records so far it's the top 25 that we did on the radio show yesterday there is no particular order to any of these records they have all uh, held a special place in my heart over the last year at different times and for different reasons we know our music mood changes and all that so it's really hard i used to try to rank them i just think that's stupid because it really just depends on where your head's at that day but uh, i always do try to pick my favorite record of the year so this year it's a tie as it was last year and the year before. Why is that? Because I still really love pop music. There might be one or two pop records that come out a year that I like. As I mentioned earlier in the show, it's usually not traditional pop, but it's still very pop-rooted. So we'll get to the pop one in a second, but my favorite record of the year, to no surprise, is White Bat from He Is Legend. Uh, That band just continues to stay consistent, continues to never make a bad song, never make a bad record, and always push their boundaries so good getting to see the guys multiple times this year and hanging out with them and uh, seeing them play this record live in various settings and places and just so good and I am so happy for them and they they are still so underrated and deserve more than what they're getting but uh, definitely check out White Bat Spine Farm Records put it out this year um, they're going on tour in February opening for uh, While She Sleeps we'll be seeing them in Philly but uh, check them out really 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 recommend it they are so multi-talented and do so many styles within the rock and roll they play so the other tie is bring me the horizon ammo came out very early in 2019 in january stuck with me the whole time never stopped listening to it have a lot of fond memories of that record for various reasons um but it just really really sticks with me one of them um we went Emily and I went to visit her family in New Hampshire, which is like an eight-hour drive, and just sitting, listening to the album uh, with her dad in the car and talking and just 
it's just such a good record and it's a pop record that's the thing it's not the bring me the horizon you know of you know 15 years ago or whatnot it is bring me the horizon expanding their horizons and just trying something new and crushing it i mean i can't say enough good things about this record if any band that's a band wants to venture into pop territory they should listen to this record as a blueprint this is one that i don't think will ever be topped but it's called ammo i love it and uh in the dark is uh probably my song of the year actually it just kind of so many songs that record that are good um same as the he is legend record but in the dark is just kind of gonna be that record i guess that or the song that reminds me of 2019 when i look back so those are our top 25 and uh we're gonna talk about some honorable mentions and then wrap the uh episode up so let's talk honorable mentions uh these are records that probably would have made the list had i listened to them more or been in the right frame of mind when i first heard it they all resonate with me but i have not spent enough time with them uh, Tiger Army, Retro Future, definitely should be on my list. However, moving into the house around the time the record came out, I didn't give it enough of a listen or focus enough, but I have learned in the last three weeks how amazing of a record this is. And it's so thoughtful, and there's something about it that just is very reflective on life and death, and it's it's beautiful. I've had a lot going on personally with a lot of people passing away this last couple weeks, and uh, it just really reflective smart album that has this very nostalgic feel that only tiger army can do when i think of melancholin i think of bands that i grew up on and bands i found from the tony hawk pro skater games as a kid no cigar is that song one of the most defining songs of that video game franchise and uh i really love that record and i haven't really loved a record from melancholin since that but sos came out this year Another one, had I given it enough attention earlier in the year, would definitely be on my list. It's SOS, and it is phenomenal. It's the first time the band really seemed pissed off, and they do it well, because they've always been kind of like a fun skate punk band. There's something about this record. They still have that fun sound, but they are pissed off. They're upset. They're questioning things. Um, It's interesting to just hear this side of them, and it works really, really well. The defining solo record for me from Bob Mould is Silver Age. That record blows my mind to this day. Um, He put out Sunshine Rock this year. Just did not listen to it enough, but it's a really, really good record. I highly recommend checking it out. Bob Mould's just a really cool dude, and the older he gets, he doesn't stop rocking. For bands that are in that whole iHeartRadio trap, um, Cage the Elephant to me is the band that actually has talent and deserves to be there and stands way above all the other crap that mainstream alternative quote-unquote radio is pumping out today they consistently uh, are good if you've ever seen them live and i have not i've only seen uh i've actually just seen their dvd they put out years ago they are just amazing they actually remind me of an alternative indie version of nirvana and that's a very bold statement but they put out social cues this year, another really solid release from them. I love really noisy, nasty bands, uh, Converge, The Chariot, stuff like that. There wasn't a lot of big releases this year that uh, caught my attention that were just big and chaotic and loud. But the band Bleach Everything, uh, they blew me away with their release this year. Um, phenomenal. I'd never heard of them before, but if you're into loud, noisy chaos and just aggressive music, that is the way to go. 
Black Marble is a band that I discovered in a dive bar that is a redneck bar that would not typically be playing anything 80s goth sounding or Black Marble for some random reason a couple years ago. Uh, Emily and a friend and another friend, we were sitting there and someone put the whole record on their very first record and we're like, holy shit, who is this band? So she zammed it, got it, and was blown away. I didn't like anything they put out since and they put out a new record, Bigger Than Life, this year. Didn't wow me at first, but Emily's been listening to it a lot and I realized how good this record is. Um, I was a little late to the game on this one, but it's great. Whatever you think of them, the Get Up Kids are one of those bands that has just stayed the test of time and are a very important band. They released Problems this year. I'm not going to say it's perfect. Uh, they, in my opinion, have never really had too many perfect records. Um, but they make great songs, and uh, this one has some really great songs on it. One of the goofiest records that is actually really phenomenal is... Uh, Chip the Black Boy. So Chip the Black Boy is one of the puppets from David Liebehart. David Liebehart is one of the individuals who's been on Tim and Eric, Awesome Show, Great Job, and various Adult Swim TV shows. David came and played it in our area in October. I interviewed him. You can go back and listen to that podcast. But he performed as Chip the Black Boy, which is one of his puppets. And Chip the Black Boy and uh, David and Jonah, who's his uh, sidekick in production, uh, made this record called Blight. It's an EP, four songs. It is so funny, but so good. Um, so the track that just sticks with me is Crop Killer, and it's so funny. Uh, I recommend checking it out if you're into weird hip-hop. I've always been a Cave-In fan through their various stages of sound and growth with the band. When Caleb died a few years ago, people always wondered what what's going to happen with the band. They released Final Transmission this year, which is the album they recorded the last album they recorded with Caleb before he passed unexpectedly and uh just really good atmosphere to this record um Caven's just one of those bands it's just they know what they do and they do it well I love Jack White I don't care what anyone says you either love him or hate him but uh I think he's best when he's in a band and with the White Stripes being gone we rarely get Jack White in a band anymore and the Tours put out their first record in a very long time and it's called help us stranger and it's just got a really cool old school vibe that you'd expect from him and a really good album apart from popular opinion i've never really been a fan of the early baroness records i feel their last couple they've actually gotten better um but golden gray came out this year it's a big album long album but it's a very cool album and uh baroness continues to put out solid releases Anyone that knows me in my personal life knows that I really secretly love reggae and reggae dub. Uh, the Agrilites, who are very tied to Rancid and Tim Armstrong and the Hellcat record scene, put out a really good reggae record. It's called Reggae Now, ironically. Um, but if you're a fan of that genre, check it out. The Feeder is one of those bands that's in the thinking man's hardcore scene. They released their self-titled this year. It is pissed off. It's smart. It's intelligence. It's everything you'd expect from the band. Another random find is the band Vanish from New Jersey. They released a record called Familiar Faces. I don't really know much about them. I randomly found it. They sound like they're um, channeling a lot of the bands that I really liked in the mid-2000s. Um, but they're just doing it really well and kind of reviving that sound. Uh, one would say they might sound a little like Pierce the Veil, but uh, I definitely think they bring their own thing and it's really, really done well. 
the Meat Puppets are one of those bands that I know is super important in music and alternative music and, and grunge and rock and all that. They released Dusty Notes this year. I've never really delved too much into their catalog, but uh, I actually really like this record. It's just weird and it's fun and it just is its own thing, its own entity, and I really like it. There was an artist that put out a bunch of singles, but not a full record. But had they put out a full record, it would definitely have been on my list. Uh, Atlanta artist Shrimp, very underground hip-hop artist, that started making music like Balance and Composure this year out of nowhere, which makes zero sense to me, but it is absolutely amazing. So just check out Shrimp. You can find him on Spotify. Uh, He's very elusive and very, very underground, but phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. So there you have it, my friends. That's the wrap-up of 2019. We're moving into bigger, better things in 2020. I appreciate you bearing with me. I sound terrible. Um, my nose is super stuffed up, so I just sound goofy. But the uh, that is it. That's my top 25, my top two albums of the year, um, my 15 honorable mention records, and then Shrimp with his random singles that were just super good this year. So uh, if you have not checked it out, we do our radio show where we play more music. Um, that's the focus of what we do on the radio show. But we are on 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday on 91.7 FM WMUH in Allentown in eastern Pennsylvania. If you're not local, you can still listen to us. Search for WMUH either on the Radio FX or TuneIn apps and you can get us streaming worldwide. So uh, check it out. If you're not following the show on social media, please do our... Uh, Twitter handle is at Pirate Radio AD. Our Instagram handle is at Pirate Radio After Dark. And our uh, Facebook is just Pirate Radio After Dark, just like the page. Um, I can't remember when I started this episode if I said it was uh, this, or January 5th, 2019 or January 5th, 2020, but it's definitely January 5th, 2020. And uh, I do want to make a correction. Um, Nihilist Blues. I mentioned in a previous podcast with Kate Brunatz that... Um, Bring Me the Rise and did a song with Grimes, and I wasn't thinking straight. I said it was in the dark. It is actually uh, Nihilist Blues, so I want to correct that. And uh, both tracks are super good, though. And, yeah, so we're going to be doing some more podcasts soon. We are lining up some cool stuff in 2020, and uh, it's good to start a fresh new year of Pirate Radio After Dark. And I appreciate you guys listening and supporting the show as always. Please subscribe wherever you're listening. Remember, we are on Spotify now. If you listen to the show on Spotify, you can actually hear the music I talk about um, because that's the only place that you don't have to deal with the copyright issues. And yeah, thank you very much and Happy New Year.